This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. I don't know if you saw this uh, lady that was stealing stuff from the cemetery. No. Monroe woman. Monroe is uh, mm. on the bubble these days. Things are getting weird down in Monroe. Is it? Yeah. Sounds pretty judgy of you. Monroe woman accused of selling items she stole from local cemeteries. Doesn't that Eesh. come with like a curse or something? Eesh. Doesn't that come with like a 10-year curse? That's cringy AF, dude. Uh, yeah. Look, look at this. Look at this. Here. Is, uh, uh, that's about yeah. right. That's about right, ain't it? Karma ain't gonna look kindly on her. A Monroe woman has been charged in a series of cemetery thefts. Carrie Thompson. God, I hate to call her out, but yeah, I feel like if I say her name, I'm going to be cursed. Don't say it three times. Ah, oh, that's the secret. Carrie Thompson of Monroe charged with 40 counts concealing stolen property. Detective Sergeant Daniel Scatrude of the Monroe Police Department. There is so much weird stuff down there they actually have detected. They received a tip of items being listed for sale that looked like stuff taken from local cemeteries. Slightly used Jesus. ceramic angels. Several items posted on Facebook Marketplace, similar to the items that were placed on cemetery gravesites. Uh, they went to Thompson's home and noticed a few of the items sitting around the property. She's like, "Who's? why would you even buy lawn tchotchkes? You could get it for free at the cemetery. That led to a search warrant. Things snowballed. They were able to cover 100 stolen items from graveyards, Thompson's home, and an abandoned garage. Scatrude. Oh, uh, uh, Colombo here, ma'am. Scatrude. Mm. I've heard the name bandied about the place. Legendary in the greater Greene County area for solving uh, crimes of mailbox. Yeah. You, you know, kids. Kid, it is. It's Wisconsin. It's kids. It's, it's the alcohol. Gosh darn kids. Gosh darn kids. Uh, she uh, took items from cemeteries in Rock and Lafayette County. Forty of the items mentioned in the charging document include a solar turtle. May you rot in hell, lady. Those are like 35 bucks. Oh, those can't be cheap. The turtle once sat at the headstone of Jacob Ellison. Oh, dude. Who was 14 when he died. We're all going to hell. Coffee break. This bitch. It's nice. I got a hazelnut. I got one uh, from our coffee machine. Horrible. Pencil shavings. Squeeze to a sock. <laughs> it's fantastic. And they charge you for it. Uh, according to his mother, Terry Ellison, Jacob's friends pooled their money together to buy the turtle to put on Jacob's gravesite. They eventually named the turtle Sheldon. Get it. Ellison and her family heartbroken when they realized Sheldon was missing. Who would go through the cemetery and steal from a dead kid? Uh, a crackhead. Officials say when they saw Sheldon in Thompson's car, uh, said they saw Sheldon in Thompson's car, but when they went back with a warrant, the turtle statue was gone. Oh, this bitch. I've always wanted to ask her first, can I have Sheldon back, Ellison said. Second of all, how would you like this if... This was your family member. Ellison told 27 News something like this only makes grieving harder. You've put us families through a lot, and again, it's just a trinket, but it meant a lot. 
It's not just a trinket, honey. I try no. not to cry no. the first 10 minutes of the show. Uh, yeah, I, I get my crying done on the way into work. <laughs> Listening to the best ofs. Yeah. Ellison said she's disappointed uh, with the misdemeanor charge and would have liked to seen a stricter penalty. She's staying hopeful. All victims oh, get justice. Thompson's scheduled to be in court uh, January 23rd. Anybody that recognizes him. Uh, yeah, that, that's uh, why, why, why do we have strict? Well, not strict, but why, why, why are we so cushy with assholes? I'm gonna, I am going to submit a no cushy for asshole amendment to the Constitution. What would you give her? What if you were a judge and you could? I'm sure you, you, you can only give her so much. Yeah, it's a misdemeanor, whatever. Slap on the wrist, but right. Unfortunately, being an asshole isn't a felony. Right? No, no, um, no, no. You know, it's just like you don't need a law for something you think somebody would never do. Right. Isn't that amazing? Sometimes you got to let the universe sort it out, dude. You know, like I'm, I'm, I bet you Carrie's life ain't that great. And it ain't going to improve. Um, I don't know. I'd make the bitch. She needs to replace the things she stole from these families. I mean, why you know, is it, you got to do that first? Why isn't it uh, <clears throat> grave robbing? That used to be a pretty serious. Well, that's still that's a, taking a body. Same thing. You're in a graveyard. She was. Uh, this was like a. Uh, the next thing she would have been doing would be stealing rings and jewelry. I'm going in taking people's gold teeth. Yeah. Mm. That's how it starts. Is it turtle today? <clears throat> Absolute gutter trash. What the hell is going on down there? Monroe, I'm holding you responsible. I'm looking at you, Monroe. Don't you dare. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> A solar turtle. I can't even finish the show. We should probably go home. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, she's hiding behind a bush waiting for it to get dark. Going, oh, yeah. I have my eye on that uh, solar turtle for a week. I get I get four dollars for that on the Facebook market, no doubt about it. Well, we used to have didn't weren't there people that stayed at the graveyard and watched the graveyard? She didn't, she didn't go, Oh, that's a fresh grave. I'm gonna steal all the turtles. That's a fresh one. They just put him yeah, in a grave. probably like was stoked for holidays when people came out and no doubt you know, or, or like, like a, Memorial Days or yeah, jam. That's exactly right. That's a eh. veterans that you know, whatever have you. Those were big Big nights out for her. Yeah, well, she's a c-word. I'm an archaeologist. I, that turtle, that might have been a, a, a Egyptian. Uh, Egyptian. Uh, just, just Egyptian. Uh, uh, they have turtles in Egypt. Um, the and then the you know clearly there was no, there is she had no boundaries. You're taking stuff off a 14-year-old's grave. Correct. And you don't care. Right. No. Yeah, I mean, that's just... No effort. You know, not that one life is more valuable than the other, but grieving your dead child is a little different than grieving your old grandma. I know that I heard the 911 call from Monroe and the detective when he put it out for a search on this gutter trash. If you didn't hear it, I I'll play the call back. But uh, yeah, they don't mess around in Monroe. They they there's no mm. doubt this lady was not going to get away with it.
Let's play the 911. I'm working on it, you asshole. This was put out. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Average foot speed over uneven ground, barring injuries, four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of so six, six miles. Six miles, right. Six what miles. I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search yeah. of every gas station. Graveyard. Residence. Cemetery. Warehouse, farmhouse. Mausoleum. 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 In that area. Checkpoints go up in 15 miles. Go get him. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. You know, didn't you watch Poltergeist? Uh, when when you only move the headstones, this lady's front yard has got to be lit for Halloween. <laughs> you have to give back the yeah. The best. I, I mean, but a, but like a, um, a a cute Halloween though, little turtles and and glass vases. And... He's talking about souls coming. Yeah, I know, I know. I got you. I got you. I got you. I hear you. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's dreadful, isn't it? It it makes me sick. Makes me sick. Probably some homemade things. Man, oh man. Hi, how's it going? Hello. Mm, hello. I didn't kill my wife. Uh, what? I wonder if she's a drug addict. Because the, the drug addicts start with the with the low hanging fruit, just the first thing you see. That's what a drug addict starts with, right? I don't know. I don't really hang out with a lot of them. I don't know. I thought they went in and took copper wires for places. What is the uh, uh, charge for a porch pirate if you get caught? Same thing. Probably misdemeanor. Misdemeanor stuff. But wait, no, you're opening someone's mail. Boom! That's federal. Yeah, that's like you cannot go. We learned this uh, this Christmas. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to. It's illegal to put something in somebody's mailbox. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't know that. How'd you find out? <laughs> I don't remember. Christy told me. She's like, "Oh yeah, we were driving around handing out Christmas cards. I don't think anybody was going to turn us in." But it's like, "Oh," I'm like, "Really? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Sure, why not?" Hi, how's it going? Hey. Did- what do you think of her mugshot? She doesn't look like she's showing any remorse whatsoever. Uh, yeah, true. Well, because she's not in trouble. I mean, yeah, she doesn't care. She, no. Yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, she's she's gutter, man. Damn crackhead! I'd say that I call her the c word, but I get in trouble, then I get kicked off the air. She's from the country. She's from. And now, yes, dude. <laughs> A reading from a little fable I like to call The Huntery in the Country by John Danger. There once was some gutter trash. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, it's pretty low stealing a turtle. You know, the solar turtles are pretty bad. Next thing you know, this lady's going to start going out there and stealing snow angels. Stop. Stop it. I refuse to acknowledge that phone call. Hi, how's it going? Hey, that uh, lady, all the families should get together and make some flyers and hand them around town and blacklist yeah, her. Yeah. You I, know, I, say, sure. say what she did and sure, don't sure. don't slander, just 
public public shamer. Right, right. Yeah, and then she no no getting a job. She's got to move out of town and you, blah blah blah. You know when they used to hang people in the Wild West, they'd put a sign on them: horse thief and and mm-hmm. man burner or whatever. You know what I'm right. saying? Give her a scarlet letter. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hey, uh, True. The doc doctor handed me a baby the other day and said, "Your wife didn't make it." So what'd you give it to me for? Genius. Genius. How'd you like to... I, Jesus Christ. How'd you like to be sitting there writing out a check and there's a, 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 a turtle sitting on your desk as a paperweight from a dead kid's grave? Right. Well, and if she's selling them on Facebook Marketplace, I don't know if y'all ever tried to buy anything on Facebook Marketplace, but those are some irritating interactions. You know, buying like, or well, selling is. I feel like to be uh, negotiating with her. Is this turtle still available? <laughs> some dirt on it. I uh, I'm not giving you twenty bucks. You know, it's just. So, and they don't know. The people didn't know. No. You know? Oh, I'm a wholesaler. I'm, I'm a second. I collect things. I collect things. Yee. Hi, how's it going? Arch your back and raise your toes. Assume the position and bury your nose. <laughs> Good advice. Don't leave anything. It's almost like when they uh, these guys that go around flipping door handles in your driveway at 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. which you should not do because I get up at 3 in the morning, asshole. Do not leave anything valuable in your back seat or at a cemetery. Well, who would think? Yeah, You're no, just putting trinkets. It's, it's a $12 turtle. It, you know, those solar turtles are more, because trust me, I looked at one. I love turtles. Um, But you that you think that's that's kind of a sacred place, right? Right. You you would hope that would be the last sacred place. I mean, it, there's no doubt people know. You drive by, you see it every day. You know, there's bicycles left on the side of the road. You know, in memoriam mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, I'm surprised that hasn't gotten ripped off. There's one on the west side of town. I'm shocked it's still there. Somebody hasn't taken it and pawned it off. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're surrounded by assholes. But I'm not surprised. And, but you can't. You can't let it. This is one asshole. Yeah, right, 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 right. Now, I know. I always have to think about that. You know? It's just one dickhead. We've gone this long without having to deal with it. Yeah. And then we had the lady in Colorado that was uh, sawing off body parts and selling them to uh, laboratories. Right, and her lawyer, she was so passionate about medical research. Yes. Right. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> right. Thank you. So without dead guys, we wouldn't have contact lenses. So you lying to these families, yeah. totally justified because of your passion for medical research. Okay. Hi, how's it going? I like turtles. Yes. Thank you. Pull that up. I like I turtles. I, I like turtles. <laughs> I don't like, I like the turtles that uh, are not stolen and sold out of the trunk of a car in the I like turtles. I like turtles. Best Buy parking lot.
doesn't like turtles, dude. There's no doubt about it. Assholes. We love turtles. All right, wrap it up. I got to go. Hi, guys. This is Kaylee. Hi, buddy. What's up? Before I go grave robbing, I like to flick a bean on a, on a random grave. Jesus Christ. Y'all are terrible. Are you done with your little comedy show? Are you done, sir? Horrible. I, all right, shut up already. <laughs> we got it. Oh. I know, dude. Why can't we have nice things anymore? Why? You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Get over here and slow dance with me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the perfect reaction. Okay, mommy. Okay, now say hi. Who wears the pants in this family? <laughs> uh, it's not a good slow dance unless one of you is scared. So, uh, this is crazy. This story popped up because um, <laughs> don't judge me on this. Uh, judge me for an array of other reasons, but I was driving, I think I was driving out to the bar and whatever, but, uh, I've been seeing people's discarded Christmas treats. Oh, here we go. And for some reason, and it's like a visceral reaction. I see the tree. I get sad Mm. for the tree. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not sad for Christmas because that's not really your, your, your bag, man. You know, it's like used and it brings joy and then it's just tossed it's like a hooker it's just tossed away right you know and uh so then this story came up did you know you can eat your christmas tree uh, uh i really didn't pay attention to it but i've heard it uh of like recipes for parts of your tree right yes yes, yes. um there's a, a whole cook it seems to be gaining traction this year. It does. For some reason. I've heard about it more than ever. I don't know if... Now, now that's weird because I ate... We have a fake tree and I uh, started chewing on it. I've been pulling tinsel out of your asshole since. <laughs> She's been pulling tinsel out of my butt for a week. Uh, so, I... Look. Anyway. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. <laughs> I got a, I got a hanger. <laughs> I got a Scooting hanger. on the carpet, Jesus. Anyway, uh, I don't know if it's going to make me feel better to know that people are eating their tree rather than throwing it away. Who knows? Right. Um, give me PC two. Um, this is Julia Jorgalis, whatever. She's the author of How to Eat Your Christmas Tree. Uh, uh, hello. This is uh, different ways to ingest your damn tree. How to Eat Your Christmas Tree is a cookbook that explores the unsung edible heroes of our forests, the humble Christmas trees and their evergreen friends. In the US and UK alone, 40 million trees are harvested and thrown away each year. My Little Green Cookbook's 22 delicious recipes with ideas such as Christmas tree cured salmon, spruce flavoured ice cream 
and Christmas tree alcohol. Listen, I don't think you can eat the whole tree, but that's a lot. That's a lot of salmon. Yeah. Um, but I get it. You're just flavoring stuff with the pine. I should go see my doctor. I should make an appointment today. I think I, uh, since I started eating uh, my fake tree, I've come down with a raging case of tonsillitis. It's supposed to be tonsillitis. No, that didn't even make sense, did it? Did you? Did you overexplain that one? Yeah, I mansplained. <laughs> it's okay. I'd be the worst stand-up comedian. I'd, I'd stop and make sure everybody knew or the best. I don't. <laughs> I was talking about. I don't know. All right. Uh, so there is that information. Do you have any sort of emotional reaction when you see trees on the side of the road? No, I really uh, haven't thought about it. And now I will probably have a case of the heebie-jeebies. But no, I don't. Yeah, you know. Well, it's a, it's a. It's. It has no feelings. I don't know how to. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, are you sure? I mean, you know, when I throw out old, you might as well. It's the same as throwing out the old pair of jeans. Do you get verklempt when you throw out some this old? This is jeans? how I know you haven't taken mushrooms before in your mm. life. Replay today: the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Mom. Mommy. 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 Mama. Mama, Mama, Ma, 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 Mum, 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 Mummy, Mummy, Mama, Mama, Mama. What? Hi. Okay, a uh, 42-year-old skank in Michigan named Kendra Lakari. Hey, man, I went to Lakari's the other day for lunch. Have you been there in a while? No. Holy crap. This Where's this at? Great. LaCarrie's? Over by Firehouse Subs and Perkins and the Super 8 Motel there off Todd Drive. Yeah, no, I don't know that. You don't know that bar? No. Psh. Oh, wait. You have to know that bar. Everybody knows that bar. I don't know that it's bar. It's been around forever. No. I'll take you there sometime. Where's it at over there? It's over behind the Firehouse Subs. Behind the Perkins. Well, I know where the Perkins is. It's behind the Perkins. Yeah. There a big uh, metal building right behind the Perkins? Maybe. <laughs> Vague. <laughs> you have to go like you're going to that quick trip there that used to be the yeah. PDQ. Yeah, the two quick tri- the the competing quick trips there. Yeah, and yeah. then you. Uh, okay, I'm, I don't know that. Instead of going right or left at the stop sign mm-hmm. that's there, you go through. That would be an odd place for me to stop. Yeah, well, I mean, I predominantly mix it up a little bit. I I, I hear you. But for me to get off there, yeah, why, why would I get off there? There's the uh, the new mustard furniture place over there. What else have I seen over there? There's uh, Bev- Oh, well, the Popeye's chickens are at Fish Hatchery Road, you son of a bitch. Well, but you're going to go there to eat for lunch, and it's good food. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, shout uh-huh. out to the Carries. Ten, ten four. Uh, <clears throat> so, Kendra LeCary, uh no relation to the bar, that's fantastic, was arrested recently in Michigan. She cyberbullied her own damn daughter and the boy that her daughter was dating. The harassment went on for over a year, included 349 pages of text and social media messages. This is a mother cyberbullying her own kid. What was she saying? She was doing it anonymously and was... I guess kind of sophisticated about it. She used a VPN to cover up her tracks digitally. Why did she do it? Just stop. Can I do the story? 
She changed up her vocab to even pretend like she was a kid. Eh, that's what I thought. Uh, she even tried to frame another student for the harassment, so she is a real huntery in the country. <laughs> At first, uh, the victim even went to her mom for help. Mom, help me. This bitch is cyberbullying me. <laughs> and just, shockingly, the mom was like, well, whatever. Mother of the year. Uh, so that didn't work. So then the kid told authorities. The investigation went on for about a year Wow. before the mom was caught. So she had five charges, uh, stalking, obstruction of justice, using a computer to commit a crime. That's a felony. So this C word is looking at like 20 years in jail. Oh, wow. Everybody loses. Uh, yeah. Now, she did not like the, the dude that uh, her daughter was dating. Ah, so she was trying to get her away from him. And she's just an abuser. That's she's like just the, an abuser. The, Disturbing, humiliating, and mean text messages. Uh, that's like the computer version of um, Munchausen, where you're trying to be somebody else to right. somebody, more important to somebody in your life. Right. Instead of making your kids sick, you're making them emotionally scarred. Right. Good work out of you. Thank you. Um. So the 42-year-old was a basketball coach at her daughter's school at the time of the actions. So... <laughs> Who knows how many other girls she's actually harassed and damaged. Wow. Yeah. What was some of the stuff she was saying? Do you have it? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, just It says just mean and humiliating. Oh, that stinks. Hate messages. Evil. Evil looks, yeah. Yeah, like why? Like why? Yeah, well, she's lonely or she gets off on her daughter suffering and coming to her, clearly. I mean, you know, the Munchausen, yeah, Munchausen thing. Did you do a little Munchausen last night? <laughs> no, but I did over the weekend, my man. <laughs> Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Why do you make me say these things? You're listening to the radio. But it was consensual munch housing, wasn't it? Goddamn right it was. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so, it's just, you, you got to go through life. How many uh, uh, awful people do you think you meet in a day? What's your, what's your best, isn't it? What's your best guess? Yeah. Because I, I saw a stat once that I think you talked to in your lifetime. Or no, is it a year? You talk to like six murderers a year. Well, right. <laughs> or, like, what? It's it's tough to say because oftentimes these people that are abusers like this are pretty charming. Oh, totally. To yeah, they age. don't even know they're they're not bad people. Yeah, they're they live in their own world. Yeah. So it's tough to say. I like to believe the best in everybody, but I also know better. Yeah. So I think uh, half the people I meet are awful. All right, 30, I'll agree with 38% that. Thirty-eight percent of the people I meet, I believe, you're are. really good at picking them well, out immediately. Yeah. Your intuition is—I know—you're like at one hundred percent. I can meet somebody. I have a gift. I can meet somebody within two minutes. I know if they're going to get—they're going to last six months at this radio. Oh station. yeah, you know when people are going to get fired yep. before management I, has I, a clue. I don't even know them. I just got to meet them for two minutes. It's insane. Yep. And then, and you're really—you'll be like, something's wrong with that guy. And I'll be like, oh, he's fine. And then like a year later, I'm like, you're right. Basically. You always know. It's weird. Now, I, no. if you tell me someone's a piece of crap, I just go with it. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> the odds of you being right, 100%. <laughs> 
But we don't really have a full motive on why yeah. she did this, other yeah. than being an abusive, sadistic asshole. Yeah. So. Yeah. She. They're out there. Yeah. You know those. Uh, you hear those stories about uh, adults that go dress up and go to high school. Right. Yeah. There's just something tweaked in there. There's just something not. They never graduated mentally from high school. Right. I don't know what to tell you, man. They, they can't let their daughter go. Or uh, you ever see the movie Blockers I don't with think John I Cena? Yeah, one of the mothers in there. She couldn't uh, let her daughter go, and finally it blew up. And she went to the college furthest away she could go, L.A., to get away from her mother. Yeah. It was all funny. It's a funny movie. Uh, you've never seen the John Cena movie where he had to uh, – uh, do a beer bong in his butthole? No. Funny movie. John Cena is very funny. Yes. Na- naturally funny. Okay. Um, did you ever see him in Trainwreck? No. Oh, well. I don't think I've ever seen anything of John Cena's other than memes and that one time we saw him in person in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's right. That's the only my, references of John uh, Cena I uh, have. My wife and skee-ball walked over hammered to John Cena sitting there with his manager in the back of a restaurant, clearly not wanting to be bothered. Right. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. He was very nice. He he got up, took a picture. He was very, very, he's, he's huge. Very handsome. Yeah, like, handsome man. Yeah. He really is handsome. He's got that thing, that X factor. Guatemalanese. Guatemalanese. He's got a natural heat. Um. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. But I feel bad for the. Bad for the girl. Now she loses a mom. Right. Um, mom, mom can't cope. But then she, I mean, yeah. Well, hopefully the girl gets some therapy because I can only imagine the feelings that she what, has about that. What is the uh, and they're picking on you playbook for when your daughter? Come on in. What What's the playbook for when your daughter's dating an asshole? I don't even know what what you. You gotta do. let it play out. You, the more you fight it, the worse it's gonna get. You gotta let it play. Yep. The more she fights back. The because more he looks the good. The more you try to shut it down, yeah. the more they're going to sneak around, and the more appealing it is, and right, the more right. that you become the asshole. Right. Then he brainwashes you against her. You just got to let her find out on her own, as tough as it is. Let it play, man. Yeah. So there you and go. I feel like I was in a Jason Bourne movie scene right there. The asset is on the move. Let it play. You were. Huh? We've been in a movie this whole time, Are you John. serious? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm in Caddyshack. <laughs> I can't believe it. All right. Uh, that, Billy. Mm, Billy. That's mm. JJO News. Mm. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Mm, Billy. Mm. So irritating. <laughs> Paul is here from AMS. What's up, buddy? Keeps it keeps it interesting. Uh, Does it? I wish yeah. you were uh, <laughs> sticking around. We're about to have a great butter factory burning conversation. Oh, fun. Portage has oh. a the butter factory. Storage unit uh, burned in Portage yesterday. Do you remember when yeah. the big warehouse burned on Cottage Grove Road? Dude, we were over there. We dr- That thing burned for like two weeks. And the cheese and the goo. The- yeah. Well, all that stuff, you know, I tell you, the smell. I couldn't I couldn't eat a Whopper you, for two years. You could smell that, dude. <laughs> I, That's unfortunate. Uh, I love a Whopper. Paul, so. I told her, you could smell that on the west side for a year after oh, yeah. that fire yeah, was, was over. It was terrible. Yeah. It was incredible. It was like yeah. three feet of butter going down. It was like a river. It was gross. Okay. See, yeah, but you say it's like a river of butter. I'm like, that sounds magical. I know, I know, right? I know. But it's not. It's not. You got a year it's of corn. Not. Right, right. You think, I know what you're thinking because you're cheap. Free butter. 
but it's not, it's not free butter. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J.J.O. All right, let's talk about the great butter fire of 1991 in Madison, Wisconsin. This dude, I believe, lived right across the street from the warehouse on Cottage Grove Road. Hey, man. Hey, man, what's up? So what? tell me tell me what you saw and how that, that had to, you know, you know uh, there's, there's butter, like you smell butter, and then there's fat. Yeah. It smelled like burnt fat. I don't know, man. It smelled really delicious to me i <laughs> see i feel like i'd be on this dude's wavelength <laughs> i was just thinking grab some popcorn and beer watch it and just <laughs> you know you really couldn't see much of the flames really because you know because it was a yeah, it was just black a smoke steel warehouse yep. but and and so they were having a hard time with it but man i mean it, it did it did flame you know event i mean it's butter of course <laughs> I think it burned for two weeks. I don't think they had that thing out for two weeks after the initial whatever, Same. you know, cloud one up, whatever. The I just couldn't up. believe it. It must have been so damn expensive. I mean, then That's they a, had to rebuild and shit. Half a million. Dude, he's keeping butter real right now. Uh, I think that was a half a million square foot of butter. And uh, the, the firefighter said they had to wade through three to four feet of butter walking in there uh, to fight that fire. <laughs> None of them have eaten butter since. <laughs> oh man, it's fantastic! Now, 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 you're kidding around with me about the smell, right, dude? That was right. no, no. It, it, really? It, it, it smelled delicious. I mean, of course, I caught it right away. Yeah, you got you the know, good so... smell, butter smell. We uh, the rest of it was right. Just the burnt. movie theater. Uh, right, right, right. Melted butter. Mmm. <laughs> 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 All right, right, John. I gotta get back right, at thanks, her. Man. Okay. Right, see, so we have had, a good one, dude. We had enough butter in a warehouse that burned for two weeks. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. It's it's just it's fat, so it makes sense that it would burn forever. Hi, how's it going? Whoa, looks like Orville Redenbacher's wet dream. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Hey, Johnny, how's it going? Good. I was actually there as a volunteer firefighter. There we they go. Brought, uh, they brought people in. It was very unprecedented for the city to bring in uh, other fire departments to help because it lasted so long. Right. It was a freaking mess. Who were, what department were you with? How were you in a, in a participatory, participatory role there? Oh, I was with Mount Horb at the time and we brought in uh, two trucks and then one just to, to cover like an exposure on like where that culvers is, that side of the sure, building sure. and just keep it from getting worse. And it was, I mean, we just, everybody was flowing so much water and the Madison trucks that were there, um, like they couldn't, in a lot of places, they couldn't move their trucks. So they had to bring fuel trucks in, um, because they were just stuck in feet of, of the goo. This is insane. And, uh, the reason they, one of the reasons they couldn't, you know, put it out, A, it was hard to get to, but a lot of the tin from the, um, the steel from the structure fell in on top of stuff. There you go. So all the, all the gook was burning. Couldn't get to it. Underneath. Yeah. And they had to get in there with, uh, you know, excavating equipment to pull, Pull that sheet metal off and, and whatever and get to the actual butter stuff. But almost everybody that went in there, like their gear and stuff, had to all be replaced because no sure. matter how many times you wash it, it would still, still be combustible. It was, it was, And that stuff's not expensive. You know, the only other thing I would compare that smell um, 
long-lasting effect of, too, was uh, when I lived with a buddy of mine. He was a hockey player. I've never smelled oh, yeah, anything stinkier in my life than his freaking hockey equipment. So gross. It got in my nose. I couldn't get oh, it yeah. out of there. On warm days, you could smell that, <laughs> that butter years later. Yeah, no, it's true. In, uh, that, in that neighborhood. I know they evacuated pretty much, I don't know how many square miles, but it was like a huge section of people had to leave. Sure. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean, it, was, it affected a lot of people. I mean, the, yeah. the firefighters that were at the station across the street, like, they pulled out on the apron and were like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They never even got onto the street. And yeah. They had a problem. So you never you never got into the building. You were like a perimeter force. Yeah, we just did, like, an yeah. eight-hour shift and then went home because they, they were just cycling through people. Yeah. Like, resources and stuff. Yeah. yeah. God, what is the great butter fire. Rest in peace, cheese, butter. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thanks. Hey, man. I, I appreciate it. Thanks. There you go, man. It was a big deal. Biggest fire in the city of Madison history, I believe, hmm. at the time. All right. All right. Tell us now about the portage. Here's the portage. Here's the PC2. Portage. Have contained melted butter that leaked into a canal near a dairy processing plant after a massive fire. Good evening, I'm Lee Mills. And I'm John yeah, Stafflett. Yeah. NBC15's Marcus Arsvold shares why neighbors were concerned about the flames and if the butter impacted them. Here in Portage, behind the processing plant, now let's take a look at it. You can see just how big it is. It starts there, and then we continue along the roof there. It's got a flashlight. Now, to see, to get an idea of how close we are and how close homes are, if you look just up this hill, you can see that's where Gary oh, Revel Someone's lives. changing in the window. Now, he explained to me <laughs> that the flames from the fire kept him up all night. We weren't sleeping. We were watching all the excitement, and, or not really excitement, but all the fire and stuff. We were worried about the embers catching this old building. Aside from seeing the high flames, yep. Gary Revel says the smell was a dead giveaway on what was burning <laughs> specifically. Just smelled like a whole bunch of burnt butter, I guess. You know, just that buttery smell. Portage Public Works Director Philip Livingston confirms the flames caused butter to melt and leak into the canal behind Revel's home. We were notified as soon as the event took place uh, to start the remediation process at that point. Livingston's crew called a plumbing company to clear as much butter out of the water as possible. Country so the plumber. butter is an organic material, um, so there is no immediate concern as far as, um, you know, any harm to itself it's just a matter of removing that contained substance revels hopes this doesn't prevent fish from swimming through this yeah. summer we were hoping to have fish back in here soon you know because there hasn't really been fish in there a long time just bluegills and once in a while you'll see like a northern swim through here's what's left of the butter residue we can still see some flowing along the surface of the canal it still goes down to the barriers that are stopping it right over there now livingston tells me that it does not cause any danger towards fish so they'll still be able to swim through as to the extent of the fire and the damage in the building it's still under investigation in Portage, Marcus Arsvold, NBC 15. Good job, Mark. I've been watching that Marcus Arsvold uh, a little bit. He has not had a good night's sleep since he got out of uh, uh, TV reporting college. He's like our Connor, right? We he's, just like throw him on everything. He's <laughs> no, did you, you just got done working a 10-hour shift. Well, we need you here. Marcus, we want you to actually swim in the river of butter and yeah. taste it and tell us what it tastes like. Totally. See, see if you can see what a fish can see. Get in there, Marcus. Right. Marcus okay. Arsvold. Um, uh, what was I going to say about butter? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that is that is like a very mini uh, version. It had containment, it looks like, on uh, uh, what they talk about a river. Now, you were talking about, like I said, uh, a, a, a stream of butter. Yeah. When it happened here in town. And, and who know who knew that stuff was so explosive? I'm going to go fill my cup in the butter creek. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. Being a chef is more dangerous than we think. I mean, you think about oil. Sure. It's just like that. It's 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 fuel, brah. The Wisconsin butter fire. What a time to be alive, man. Wisco be hopping. Well, I'm glad the fish are going to be okay. I hope uh, I gotta say, Gary gets to fish. I got to say, uh, when it comes to uh, you reporting the news, you really churned up a lot of interviews there. You took... My freaking joke I made off air, you son of a you bitch. You really churned up the uh, the interviews there, the eyewitness account. Very proud of you. I'm glad I could show you the way. Hi, how's it going? Get that? Hey, just get your mom out there and suck that butter up. Jesus. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, so in the Cottage Grove one, uh, my dad actually worked uh, for the company that like did cleanup on that. Sure. Okay. He, he was. He still has pictures, and he was showing me, like it was insane. Like because that, all that, you know, after it melts, it still kind of like congeals back <laughs> yeah. together to like like a, a semi-solid state. Yeah, yeah it's fat. and like they were just had like bulldozers pushing it into large piles. Oh my just, god, dude! Was, <laughs> yeah, it was just like so he like he, when he explains it, it just sounds so crazy. And some of the photos that he was showing me, it was just like giant piles of just burnt fat that they were loading into trucks and it was getting stuck in the bed of the trucks and it just oh yeah. man when he talks talks about it sometimes it's just like that sounds so insane i can't i'm like like piles of butter it's just <laughs> yeah, crazy and then, like, all the, and then like all the building structure like mixed into it so you know you'd have to like pull out a piece you know big pieces of sheet metal that right. were all covered in I'm gonna... you know, stuff and I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah, everything stayed well lubed. Uh, 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 I am. I am motivated. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna. I'm pretty good at writing a, a killer parody. I'm gonna write a song set to the rock of the Edmund Fitzgerald of the Great Butterfly of Madison. Oh my God, you're really working the Edmund Fitzgerald. Dude. <laughs> I know. I've got the the couple that got hit by a buffalo out in Sturgis. I yeah. got that set to the song, so I'll do the Great Butterfly to the rock of the Edmund go. Fitzgerald. You'll have a whole repertoire. Yeah, I'll have a rep- <laughs> repertoire. Uh, my repertoire. Thanks, bud. Yeah, have a great night. I appreciate that. Oh, my God. That guy was like a, a marginally good caller. Are we rating callers now? We should fill out comment cards. He was a marginally. Oh, no. Well, you missed my way joke. I know. No, I got your way joke. I understand it completely. So, yeah, the the, the scope and breadth of the Great Butterfly was, uh, it was, uh, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was a big deal. Man, it's like, can butter burn? <laughs> oh yeah. How did that happen? Could could that ever happen again? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know what our contingency is for uh, burning butter these days. I don't know if our a response. We have an emergency response team, and there were meetings and. And uh, sub meetings, and uh, it seems like something we would waste uh, money on, like, like a, practicing like a, over like a, and over again for three, something that'll probably never happen. Like an eight hundred page manual on how to put out a butter storage warehouse fire. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm totally. Saying? Uh, our friend Ross texted in and said, uh, 
Those sound like pre-buttered fish out there in Portage. <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Big day brought to you by Cruising Chubbies in the Dells. They got up to 30 entertainers a night. That's 60 tits. Still the best party around. Spacious atmosphere, unlike many other clubs. So spread out at Cruising Chubbies. Just lost my fake it ain't. Good. Crap! That's awesome. Crap! Come on, man. Show's terrible. Yeah, I'm not very proud of it. That's okay. So I'm changing my name to Jenny. Benny. <laughs> Jenny Benny. <laughs> Two first names. Weird. Michelle is here. Hello. 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 What? You want to know something funny? What? Uh, I was literally just buttering my toast. Uh, when you guys are talking about the butterfly. Oh, yeah. see? Yeah, yeah. See, she's, spre- she's spreading it on liberally here in Madison. Yeah. Good. <laughs> sure. All right, Michelle, we are going to uh, we're going to give you the uh, floor here and uh, let you. Uh, I nominate her Speaker of the House, uh, Moaner of the House. Uh, see how we see how we get things done? Man, yeah, we are. We're killing it. All right, Michelle. <laughs> okay. Hey. Uh, 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 oh, yeah, right there. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. Dude. Dude. Butter, spread the word. That is fantastic. We are two for two. Pretty proud of ourselves. We might go home early today. Actually, might do. Might uh, might air this and head on out. Good morning. Hi. Hey, man. All right. Hey, thanks for checking in. Good morning. It's falling and it can't give up. Good. Good morning. Hey, thanks for checking in. Think there's a little competition happening. Good, good morning. <laughs> I got some jelly for that toast. Oh my, <laughs> that jelly's disgusting. <laughs> oh god, I can smell no. it. I can smell it over here. Gross, <laughs> so gross. Smells like that butter smells like broccoli. Dude, if your load smells like broccoli, I'm concerned. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is anyone else thinking about... Oh. Hey. All right, Michelle. Well, listen. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, that I'm was... I'm uh, so that... glad you enjoyed it. No, that's a very nice change of pace. Well, thank you. Usually we leave uh, this segment, the 8 o'clock hour, is uh, a void of entertainment, so we uh, appreciate the effort. Not a problem. I'm glad I enjoyed it as um, much as you did. Trust on behalf me. of a lot of 
unhappily uh, unmarried, unhappy uh, married men out there listening. We appreciate you. Never having toast again. (laughs) (laughs) People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. (laughs) Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Taco Tuesday will be changed to Pizza for Thursday. Hey! I like pizza pepperoni, mozzarella, and anchovy. I like pizza with tsunami, eggs and cheese and oregano. I like pizza with tomato. I like pizza. We like pizza. We like pizza in the morning. We like pizza every day. We like pizza in the evening. We like pizza anyway. I like pizza pepperoni, mozzarella, and anchovy. I like pizza with salami, eggs and cheese and all. Say it three times. I show up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Little Caesar. Little Caesar. They have slices and sticks pizza. Have you seen this? Uh, no, this is. No, tell me more. And I'll, t- I'll tell you what I know after you tell me what you know. Okay. So this is making you not have to choose between breadsticks or a slice of pizza. It's oh. slices and sticks. Oh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So from extra cheese to meat lovers to even those veggies, some people's preferences might be uh, left off in order when you're doing like a big group order, right? Or maybe you're like, hey, dude, there's only two of us. We can't eat a whole pizza and breadsticks. Yeah, that's what we usually, we usually uh, cancel out the breadsticks these days Mm -hmm. just so we don't overload. Right. You know, and we do overload. So, uh, now I guess they've had this before. Little Caesar slices and sticks delighted pizza fans by offering pepperoni pizza on one side and cheese breadsticks on the other. Whether people enjoyed ripping, dipping, or folding the pie, it was a simple solution to giving everyone their preferred taste around the table. But for this new year, the Little Caesars slices and sticks are getting a flavor upgrade. The sticks portion can now be topped with jalapenos or bacon. Whoa. Dude, yes. The sticks with jalapenos on it. Nice. Shut up and touch my nipples. Uh, What's better than the iconic combination of delicious pepperoni, pizza, cheesy breadsticks? Nothing. (laughs) Class dismissed. (laughs) So that's pretty badass. Little Caesar's stepping up. 
Um, the pepperoni pizza and cheese breadsticks is just six ninety nine. If you do it with the jalapeno or the bacon on there, it's only seven ninety nine. I can't even deal with how amazing that is. Yeah, they're so reasonably priced yeah, and I, and like the best reheat. I, I just read an article about the uh, surging and the taking over the world of Little Caesars as they roll out worldwide. Little Caesars is like it's our time. Yeah, they're they're kind of taking the uh, quick trip philosophy uh, worldwide. They want to they want to have a Little Caesars within, you know, dotted across the world, so you're never out of reach of a Little Caesars. That's the plan. But this thing with the NFL really accelerated that. They've got merch, uh, social media products, mm-hmm. interactive, and all this stuff. I mean, they're like they're going for broke, dude. Yeah, yeah. We ordered. They're all in. The other night, we yeah. haven't had it in a very long time. Mm-hmm. We got Pizza Pit um, out there in Lake Mills. Shout out to Pizza Pit Lake Mills. What I like the Pizza Pit, dude. Um. First of all, it was beautiful. We opened up the pizza box, and Avery was like, whoa. Wow, it's a portal to heaven. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, It's been a long time since we had the pizza pit, and I don't know if something changed, maybe management or something changed yeah, over there. Because we were we were not interested in ordering it for a long time. We, didn't, we were not pleased with our experience. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, that is – the best pizza I've had in a very long time. Yeah, we used very to, very long time. The the, the uh, routine used to be that the the pizza twins. You know, you just get the get the twofer and mm-hmm. take care of business. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's it looked gorgeous. It tasted gorgeous. It was it was wonderful. I, f- I feel like uh, when I got to Madison in 1990. Yeah, Pizza Pit was the king. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there's so much sub pizza genre out there you know flatbread i mean there's so much stuff out there now frozen has really surged um and now you know you're fighting you know world domination from little caesars yeah you know well and it was so avery likes hand tossed crust Mm -hmm. and so when we ordered he's like is there hand tossed i was like get this it's all hand tossed Uh, that's that's what a teenager would say Is that a masturbation joke? It was. About my kid? It was. kind of weird. Awkward, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's actually horrible. I actually feel horrible. <laughs> Anyways. Once a teenager, always a teenager. I guess so. Right. Uh, yeah, so whatever. If it's been a minute since you tried the pizza yeah. pit, give her, give her a I shot. I couldn't recommend it more. Yeah, and I, I love I love Little Caesars, right. too. It's been a long time. I'm going to have to get some Little Caesars because it's been a while. Yeah. There's just but. so much pizza option out there. It's incredible. There really is. You know? Yeah. And uh, oh, so much pizza. And again, shout out to Angelo's and McFarland. They're, it's, they're amazing. It's, uh, you know, we got a little trip coming up, and I'm trying to lose some weight. Trying to get my awesome six-pack back. If you're craving pizza, I can give you low-carb pizza suggestions. Yeah, I know. But I don't want them. Um, but it's hard. You, you have to stop. Eating. You don't want to lose weight, do you? <laughs> you have to. Well, I've already written off dry January. That's I'm I'm tip I'm full on wet January. Uh, Me too, if you know what I'm saying, John. Good. Is that a masturbation joke? Yeah. But, but I'm trying to n- limit my pizza intake, which is really hard to do in this town because mm-hmm. I love pizza so much. But uh, man, yeah, we have a I have a lots of matzo left in the freezer that just is calling my name. Wait till you're hungover. I know. 
I'll just eat the whole thing. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.